Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Demolition. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host Nathan. We do a very simple podcast in which we listen to punk, hardcore, metal, and adjacent forms of music that people send in to us. Typically, it's our first time hearing the releases in question, and we honestly react to whatever it is that we're hearing. Sometimes we like stuff, sometimes we don't, but we're not striving to be professional critics, tastemakers, or make objective value judgments here. We just want to put new music in front of you and encourage you to interact with it. If you like something, buy a record, buy a shirt, go see a band. Our opinions are completely immaterial. Don't take them into account. doesn't fucking matter if you get mad about them. That's your own fault. If you take them uh, to hard in a positive way that's also your own fart your own fault your own fart it's your own fart <laughs> indeed some say that what we're some might say what we're doing here involves our own farts right um the format of the show is very simple as well we have 10 bands in the queue every week everything is listener submitted we roll some dice and randomly select usually between five and seven bands per episode to listen to and that's all there is to it if you want to submit music it is demo listen podcast at gmail.com just make sure the release is a year or less old from the time of submission if you want to call in or send us a text message it's 260-222-8341. And if you want to become a Patreon subscriber, it's patreon.com slash podcast. Yeah. You got a thought? I'm obese. You're overweight. Sure. According yeah. to BMI indexes. There's nothing nothing new about this yeah, information. I'm, I'm very obese. This is not revelatory information. I'm very obese. Yes. But, you know, like I said, I've, I've uh, at my heaviest, I was actually obese. My yeah. my BMI. Yeah. At six foot five and 305 pounds. Yeah. Is like 38. And mine is, what, 27.5 or something yeah. like that? According to the calculators provided yeah. by Stanford Medical, yeah, um, I would have to weigh 210 pounds. And, and again, my argument for that was that, you know, it doesn't take into uh, account the, the muscle mass that you you particularly have cultivated. I bet my BMI is, is pretty accurate at the 27.5 as unhealthy because I'm not particularly muscular. 210 but. pounds gets me to a BMI... Of twenty four point nine, you at you at two ten would look horrible. Twenty four point nine, twenty four point nine is the absolute upper limit of what a normal weight should be for me. You would look horrible at two ten, dude. Let's try it. See, get you down to two ten and see how it goes. Yeah, I think it would look I downright even, terrifying. Yeah, it would. I, I'd, it'd be bad. I, I mean, I talked about it before, but I'm at the point now where like. I would like to lose another 10 pounds, get down to 185, and be like a really uh, a healthier, robust 185. Yeah. But like, I never want to be thinner than that again. I think about being thin, and it makes me feel bad. Yeah. It makes me feel sick thinking about... Like, when I see old pictures of myself, I go, ugh. Yeah. That's, that's not good. That's not... Like I, like I said, I'd like to get my jawline back, yeah. get a little definition in the body a yeah. little bit more. Uh, but beyond that, ugh. The last time I weighed 210 yeah. would have been like middle school. Yeah, sure. That's that sounds about right. It's insane that I would have to weigh as much as a middle schooler. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. What we were just talking about before the show. Everybody was skinnier in the eighties. Yeah, studies show it's true. Yeah, well, certainly. I mean, and I'm sure our our diets and our processed food intake have a lot to do with studies that. have been done. Even if we, it was the exact same fucking caloric intake and the same macros. Yeah, yeah. It's like drugs. Food additives. Sure. We're turning into fucking like a Rogan podcast, I think. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right? We're, to, we're turning into some sort of weirdo like. You got to get rid of the seed oils like in your diet, Like li- lifestyle and fucking holistic medicine Listen, podcast, you got to right get now. up at 5 a.m., do 30 push-ups, 30 sit-ups, 30 squats. Body weight is fine. Start there. Get rid of the seed oils in your diets. Read those fucking facts if you can. Get everything organic. Hey. No GMOs. Hey. All red meat. The stuff that you're feeding you because you think you're crazy is making you crazy. That's and right. And it's making you fat. That's right. You got to eat right. You got to exercise, right? 
Yeah. Get off the SSRIs. Here's the thing, dude. <laughs> All those podcasts, like, you know, the, the, the nefarious thing about that kind of stuff is that, like, on their face, they say things that are kind of like common sense. Yeah. Like a Jordan Peterson type sure. of thing. Because on an entry level, that's how they get, like, the, the weak of mind. Right. It's because they say things that, on a basic level, resonate and are true. Right? It's just like, hey, take less prescription drugs, go outside, eat a little bit better, you know, make your bed in the morning. It'll make you feel better. Right. It's nice to have a right. general order in your life. Right. All those things are like, oh, yeah, that's true. Right. And you start doing those things, and yeah, you're yeah. like, whoa, this guy, this is working. Yeah. And then it's like, then they say the other things. And you're like, well, if they were right about all this shit, and then they, they got to be right about this. Right. And then they start talking about identity. And then they start and talking about masculinity. And yes. And, and then Jews. they, and then well, even, even, even the anti-Semitic stuff aside, like it's more just like they start talking about masculinity and identity. And then they start trying to sell you supplements. Dude, I'm telling yeah, but I'm telling you right now. Yeah. The moment you hear a dude start talking about like, you know, pseudoscience. Yeah. You know that identity and masculinity is sure. within six months. Of course. And Jews are just around the yeah, corner. Yeah, it's a, it is a short walk. Like it's coming, right? Yeah, it's, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming at some point. I, yeah, I have friends that I'm watching. Yeah, I'm just waiting yeah. for them to be post something. And I'm like, uh oh, uh oh. Right. They took the final turn. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean. Here's another thing they do. They throw in just enough polysyllabic jargon. Oh, of course. To yeah. make you think they know what sure. they're talking about. For instance, right, right. Sunday, uh-huh. I want fossil hunting. Ancient coral reef bed from the Silurian era, 450 million years old. We found, you know, evidence of ammonites and coral polyps and so forth. Yeah. I just said Silurian. Sure. People think I know what I'm talking of about. Of course, dude. Of course. They're like, Silurian. I don't wow. know what that is. No, that is. This he knows more than me. Sure. He must know what he's talking about. Right. Truth is, I don't. Josh and I just scrabbled on some fucking side of the road, picking through rocks. Right. Sweating our asses off, finding tiny little fossils. Yeah, but the way that you stated it. Gave it much more import right. than the reality of the situation. That's right. Which is the entire grift. That's right. <laughs> you know what that I mean? That is the entire fucking grift. That is the entire grift. Yeah. So if you, if any of our listeners, and I have to imagine we have some crossover, if you feel compelled to just listen to bald guys tell you how to live on a glorified radio show, I don't know, man. You probably you probably already have the answers within you. And it doesn't require supplements or buying into any <laughs> New World Order conspiracy theories. It's probably as simple as the first five suggestions they gave you, and you don't need to do anything else. Yeah. Just, like, wake up, do some push-ups, eat a balanced breakfast, and walk outside. Yeah, because, you know, they're... Their, uh, their product is, uh, they're selling themselves to Yeah, you. sure, they're selling themselves to you. Right. So uh, I wanted to shout out, I have a couple shout outs this week up top. I wanted to shout out uh, Neon Taste Records. Sure. I, fi- I found out is uh, was a listener of the show. Oh, sick. Yeah, he messaged. Sick fucking label. Very good label. He messaged us, I guess he was going back through the archives, and uh, we listened to the band Nutrition uh, mm-hmm. that Neon Taste put out years ago. Yeah. I think this was probably back in 2020. I've got that, yeah. Yeah, and we both really liked it. But we saw the the picture uh, on their band camp, uh, their vocalist, Andrew, uh, you described as looking like a failed uh, failed magician. Yes. And so Homeboy from Neon Taste messaged me and was like, hey, I'm going back and listening to, like, love the show, going back and listening to some old episodes, and it's... It killed me that you just described Andrew from Nutrition as a failed magician. Yeah. And evidently, it really tickled uh, Andrew okay. as well. So, shout out to Neon good, Taste. Very good, good label. Consistently ne- puts ne- out great ne- stuff. Never harm intended when no. I make disparaging. You should see how I look right now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I look abysmal. <laughs> um, I also wanted to shout out 
uh, Nick from the band Deep Sleep, who I have talked about uh, surely in passing on the show and definitely on a Patreon episode. I think I talked about Deep Sleep on like a dollar bin bangers mm-hmm. episode because mm-hmm. you can get their first oh, yeah. LP. Well, well, I, I, that had to be where it came on because it is a bang. It was. It might have been our first dollar bin banger episode. It may be because you can get that LP for like five bucks. Yes. I mean, it is super super cheap and it's a very very slept on record of the like sorry state grave mistake no way era. And uh, I was doing a write-up for a band. Uh, the student Nick reached out to me, and I did a write-up for his new band. And in the process of doing that, I realized that Nick played in Deep Sleep. And mm. I was like, oh, fuck, dude. I'm a big Deep Sleep fan. And he was like, oh, yeah, those records were kind of kind of weird and didn't really catch on uh, a, at large with people in the yeah. same way that some other bands from that era did. But I was stoked, uh, stoked to be in that band. So I just wanted to shout out Deep Sleep on the main show because uh, it's a slept-on band from that era that you can get – their record's very, very cheap and is worth going back and uh, rediscovering if you're not already already yeah. rocking with that. Yeah, band. for sure. Um, also, we've talked on this show before, and we've had more occasion to talk about it over the past couple of years because as we've spoken about frequently, as we've noted frequently on the show, uh, Oi is in a sort of unexpected renaissance mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. And I think both of us have spoken about the fact that Oi on its face is one of the more accessible musically accessible forms like subgenres of punk music yeah um it's anthemic it's rooted more than any other form in just traditional four on the floor like hard rock music sure it is very very accessible and i think really one of the only things keeping it from being a full-on mainstream uh, a form with full-on mainstream appeal is the fact that it's uh broadly associated with skinheads which people don't really have any understanding of or context for in the West, outside of like neo Nazis, mm-hmm. so aesthetically, it's very unapproachable. I think, so. yeah, and I think also too, just I mean, I don't think that I I don't think that just straight up rock music, yeah, is going to you know ever be like huge again. That is definitely true, sure, but I guess I mean more in its heyday. One of the only reasons that a band like uh, Coxbar oh, sure. couldn't cross over is just because of the unapproachability of the aesthetic of the people that are turning I, out I, to the show. Yeah, well, I think also just the, the the reputation, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, not even just the aesthetic, like just simply the reputation. The, the, yeah, the simple reality of the fact that like people are showing up there and right. singing and fighting like, each like other. Nobody, right? yeah. nobody even needs to go any further. Sure. You know what I mean? But I had this theory, the theory of uh, always accessibility proven to me in practice at the record store because I was listening to Condor. And there's a guy that comes in there that is just like a middle-aged guy, probably 60. He comes in every every so often. He buys, like, the most straight-down-the-middle, like, rock and hard rock CDs that you can imagine. Mm -hmm. Like Deep Purple. Right. uh, You know, maybe a little UFO. Uh Good stuff, but, like, right down the middle. And I was listening to Condor the other day, and he was looking around, and he came up to me and was like, what are you listening to? And I'm like, oh, it's this band Condor. They're like a French oi band. He's yeah. like, I don't know what the hell that is. I don't know what oi is. It's like, ah, it's like, like skinhead music. And he went, no, and fuck I, that. <laughs> no, it's like it's like a subgenre of of punk music from the 70s and 80s. And there are still people doing it. He's like, man, there's just cut after cut on this record. What's this band called? And he uh, looked it up on Spotify and bookmarked it. And he bookmarked Reeks and okay. uh, some other stuff. And it was like, damn, this guy. He comes in. He's the most unassuming, normal-looking guy that comes into the shop. Really friendly, very nice, clearly not aware of more than in passing of anything even touching subculture. Right. But the minute I play some good oi in the shop, 
His ears perk right up, and he's like, man, this is fucking great. Next time you see him, white laces. He's going to be laced up, dude. Right? Next time you see him. <laughs> yeah, that's for right? sure. He's going to have, like, bleached 501 Levi's uh-huh. and white laces. Yeah, next time you see him. <laughs> yeah, dude. I accidentally created him. He has, like, a middle-aged white guy in Fort Wayne, Indiana, so, like, the likelihood of his politics already aligning with him. Oh, for sure. You know, he's, like, fairly right, high. Right, right, if right. I had he's, to flip a coin. He's, he's going to be like, you know... A condor is pretty good, and yeah. then dig a little bit, and be like, "Oh, I really like this band." Yeah, yeah. and it's <laughs> yeah, fucking sure. skull. Face. He's gonna come and he's gonna be like, "Hey, have you heard Brutal Attack?" Yeah, you that go. stuff's pretty good, man. You're a little more aggressive. You heard uh, Rahoa? <laughs> a, a little more aggressive. But. Yeah, for sure, I accidentally, I accidentally created a, a, a monster. I actually have that in my notes. Maybe he'll become a skinhead. Yes. Um, also, on the oi tip, real quick, and then if you if you got something, you can interject. Um, I was listening to Stars and Stripes in the shop the other day, too. I've just been kind of on an oi kick. And uh, I was listening to the the first Stars and Stripes record. Mm -hmm. And there's the song on there. uh, I think it's like the third track, We're Not Criminals. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the chorus, we're not criminals. And it's all about how, you know, they're persecuted for how they look, et cetera, et cetera. I think that record is like 16 tracks. And I want to say maybe every other track except for that song is about how they are roving maniacs right, I know, I <laughs> in know, a gang I know, I know, I know. who are just stalking the streets looking for someone to beat up. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And Oi in general is like, it loves, I, love, I just love this genre. Yeah. It, the, you can find this through line in almost every Oi band. It's like, there's almost always a song or two or at least a song with the sentiment expressed like, hey, don't judge me for how I look. Right. Don't judge us just because we're skins. You don't understand. Right. And I think the problem is that people fully understand fully understand. because the entire basis of your band and your persona within the band is that you're a maniac who's going to go out and kick right. someone's teeth in so we're not criminals is track two okay track two track one is shave for battle right sure right yeah track three is skinheads skinheads on the rampage right most of the other tracks are you know your typical fucking pride <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you know sure. fucking corny ass street pride of hardcore course. pride sort of shit sure which is fucking dumb um, and then, like, Gang Riot yeah. is the next to last and, and there are, I, I mean, I was just listening to the record, like, certainly uh, Skinheads on the Rampage, it's not just the title. The song is literally like, we're out on the streets and we're kicking in teeth. You know, right. it's like, that's right. it. That's <laughs> the whole song. Right. Uh, and, like, though, even songs that aren't explicitly about just beating ass. Right. It, that you know that pops up in the lyrics throughout the rest of the yes. record. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, me, frequently, I, dude. I mean, sure. Like street kids, you know, there's a line in there about fucking of boots course. and like you know yeah. boots and fists. Sure, right? Yeah, yeah it just it's it's the way it goes. Yeah, dude, it's very funny. But, hey, we're not criminals. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like no, you guys are. You guys are. You guys are criminals, uh, or at the very least very much want to uh, telegraph the fact that you want to be perceived as right. criminals. Right, Because that's all the rest of the songs are about. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know, just some thoughts. Just some thoughts on Oi to start the show off. Right. You got anything you want to you wanna throw in the mix before we get to the cue this week? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm like we watched that fucking drain footage from yeah. uh, Riot Fest. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of talked a little bit about that for a recording. Listen, here's the thing. Yeah, uh, you know, it's it's worlds colliding, man. For sure, right? To, to contextualize, Drain played Riot Fest, and uh, right before they played their one of their bigger songs, I think California Curse, they said, "It's your mission to get over this barrier and get up on the stage." Right. 
right. which obviously put them and the entire crowd at odds with the security of Riot Fest. And the security looked straight like they were fucking, like, from Beverly Hills Ninja. Yeah, for sure. Like, they have headbands on yes. and, like, pouches and stuff. They look like a Rob Liefeld creation. Yes, <laughs> yes. Pouched up and have, really like, weird. plate carriers right. on, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, like, you know, whatever. They're just doing their fucking job. Sure, yeah. Like, here's the thing. It's like, listen... We've said it before. We said it with fucking Scowl. Yeah. We said it before. Hardcore's getting shine. Mm-hmm. Hardcore's getting some fucking center stage. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, like they're going to take the things that you love about it away. Of course. That's just like, that is that is the natural next step of this stuff crossing into a mainstream space. Right. And as we've said before, it's not the first time it's happened. It's probably not the last time. But these little uh, love affairs and flirtations with the mainstream are always short-lived for reasons like this. And if your band gets asked to play one of these big fests, sure, do it. Secure the bag. Play that mainstream music fest. I don't care about Drain that much as a band. They seem like really nice fellows. We have a ton of mutual friends. Shout out to Drain. They seem to be doing well. Uh, Wish them all the best in their success. I have to tip my hat to him for playing a mainstream fest and saying, hey, yeah, break the rules, rush the stage. Yeah, rush the stage. If you're going to play one of those fests and you're going to secure a bag and you know pay your rent for the next few months, mm-hmm. shout out to you, blessings, all the best, but definitely give them hell. Yeah. Give them hell while you're there. Give them hell. Remind them why these worlds can't. Exactly, exactly. You because, know. you know... They hate us. Yeah. They forgot about it for a second. Yeah. Right? Yes. Remind them. Remind them. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Right? Yes. That's, that's, that's it. That's it. Sure. You know, like, I don't know. That's it. It's a fucking bummer to see, you know, it's it's a bummer for everybody involved. Like, there's like, dude, there were security people in that video. There's like a fucking 65-year-old dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. He don't want to deal with this shit. <laughs> no, nah, not at you all. You know what? But, you know, it's not like he's the fucking, like, he's he's a, he's a, he's a, uh, figurehead of the man. Nah, he's just he's just he's there just getting paid. Job, he's man. probably getting paid too little to be he's there. He's just doing his fucking standing job. in like the fucking August or September right, heat. You right, know? but you know, fuck it, give it to, stick it to him. Sure, right. But uh, you know, just remember, they hate us and we hate them. Sure, yeah, exactly. Um, all right, let's get into the uh, let's get into the queue this week. So first okay. up, so hold on, I want to do something new. Oh, okay. You're gonna go through the queue. Uh huh. Okay, and then. I think that you when when you were talking about how we, we you know we listen to the band and give our honest impression. Yeah. Let's look at the band. Okay. And then I'm going to tell you what it sounds like. I'm going to tell you whether or not it's good and we'll see if I'm correct. <laughs> okay. okay. We kind of do that anyway. I know, but, but usually with the it, most egregious as, as you go yeah. this is this is going to be as biased as possible. Okay. All right, sure. Okay. Okay, so first up we have got Bucky Dent with their anxiety demo twenty twenty three. This was sent to us by uh, our good buddy Micah, aka Vomax down in Indianapolis. He said this is a solo uh a, a, I think it maybe it's not a solo project. Oh yeah, it is. Okay. It's a solo project from uh one buck who used to play in uh React, not Ohio's React, uh Letcher's Diallo, uh Hail of Rage and some various other bands. It's a da- Dallas-Fort Worth area project. Uh, Micah said it's not normally up his alley, but it's like, sh- it's rock and punk songs that are super short, and that the abridged nature of them really makes him uh, makes them work for him. Okay, so I was going to say, power pop, the art looks interesting, I like the color scheme, I think it'll probably be okay. Yeah, agree, agree, <laughs> okay. All right, next we now have... Don't, don't describe what anybody says. 
Let me just let me just what, tell you what this is. Don't describe what anybody like if anybody says what this sounds like. You know what I oh, mean? Oh sure 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 okay. Um, okay so this one is a band called uh, Obreach I believe. Uh, the record is called Empire of Scum. This is a band from Ukraine. It was sent in by Jay from Cold Brats. Okay. Um, I, there's no pictures of the band here on, right. the, on the page because this is uh, you know it's they're they're more enigmatic. Yes, one might imagine. Exactly. So I think this is going to be enigmatic punk of the sort that thinks it's rudimentary peni but isn't really. Okay. Now can I tell you what? Yeah. What was okay? So he said that it's uh, it's crust. It's it's some people may describe it as death metal, but he thinks it's definitely crust with death metal influence. Okay. We'll uh, so we'll see. Uh, then we have got Gorilla Gut with Debasement. This is one of the many projects, so, or one of several solo projects from Jess, who plays in Paprika, uh, Torture Garden, mm -hmm. etc. Um, I can't remember if we've had Gorilla Gut on the show before. I, I think we have. I think we had. I'm not sure. That name sounds familiar. What I was going to say, this is some fast core stuff that Right. Um, swings and maybe misses? Well, so the Gorilla Gut stuff, I think that we did have that, and that's exactly what we said. It was like he was doing Crossed Out, like he was doing, you don't remember? Oh, yeah, and we yeah, were like, yeah. hey, this is pretty good, but there are some things that aren't working. You okay, know we'll what I mean? see. So I we'll mean, the aesthetic is down. Sure, yeah. Exa For exactly. sure. Yeah, we'll it's, st it's styled in. Um, then we've got... See, I'm already pissing people. <laughs> then we've got X Everything with Slow Change Will Pull Us Apart. Um, this one was sent in by Pete. Go ahead, do your do your worst. Nasty, noisome fucking grind. Sort of in the vein of like Vermin Wound or something like that. Or Vermin Womb or something like that. Okay, this, so this was sent in by Pete from the UK. Um, he said this is members of Kowloon Walled City, and it's like noisy... Like noise rock infused hardcore post hardcore stuff. Okay. Like not exactly like a Ken mode or something like that, but maybe more in that direction. Okay, I'm I'm like I'm I'm like one for four right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then we have got this is a return from I think last week. We've got Top Dollar with their demo. Uh, this is a band from NYC. Come on, uh, was <laughs> it was sent in by Jack who wanted to just resubmit it. Yeah. Absolutely. Bald faced and shameless is what they say. Yeah, yes, for sure. Right? Like there, there's absolutely no, there's no mystery what's going on here. Yeah, yeah. This is. It looks like the the raw deal demo. Yep. You know what I mean? It's you. you got to imagine what the what they're going for is not thinly veiled here. It's right. like very on the nose. Very on the nose. Now, very much a hardcore thing. I will say though, they have D beat in the descriptors. And I would okay. be interested to see if they do like a classic late 80s New York hardcore thing with uh, a little bit of a D-beat touch. That could actually be a really good marriage. Sure. Uh, then we've got Shit Brains. This is a split with Y-A-D. This, <laughs> this is sent in by Austin. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Like, just looking at this, yes. Shitty Grind and or Fastcore. Anytime you see a split, that's one thing, especially in 2023. We said it before. They're, like, they're, that's that's pretty much who's mostly doing splits. And then the the band is just an acronym with X's between the letters. Right. Y-X-A-X-D. Right. Black yeah. and white, high contrast art. Of course. Yeah. This is, this is grind or fast core of some sort. That's certainly how uh, Austin described it. 
Then we have got another one whose influences are right there up front. This is a band oh. called War Crusher. The record Seriously, is called like, Armistice. It's it like copyright infringement. <laughs> yes, yeah, for sure. So this was uh, this was sent in by Clifford. Um, he said <laughs> he said this is um, this is death death metal with a very obvious influence. Oh, you think? Yeah, <laughs> you <laughs> yes. think? This depend. Uh, come on. Depending on how this sounds. I think influence might even be not a strong enough descriptor for what they're doing. Yeah. You know, this is, uh, this might be an example of a band, uh, trying to emulate one specific other band. Might as well just say it. Yeah. It's both. Yeah. It's both thrower. Obviously look at the logo, look at the artwork. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, come on. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's almost like they just took some tracing paper <laughs> on fucking realms of chaos. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, for sure. And then just colored it sepia instead of fucking like blue and sepia. Yes, <laughs> yes that, yeah, for sure. It's it is shameless. Um, then we have got Class Act with Status Game. This is a band from Kansas City, Missouri. Sent I feel in. Like we had was this in the tune in the lineup if like last couple uh, weeks ago? It may it may have been. Yeah. Uh, I don't think if if it was, it wasn't sent in by Kawi. Uh, Kawi sent it in this time. He just said cool stuff from Kansas City. I was going to say this is this isn't like this isn't this isn't straight hardcore. Right. This is a little cool, a little quirky. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Um, then we have got Total Vacation with their Stizzy demo. Uh, this was sent in by Justin. Um, Justin of uh, Justin of, of many good bands fame. Justin of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, he just said that this is like, a, I think, a homie's, a homie's band's uh, new demo. Sure. Um, I mean, I think this is probably... Based on what I know, Justin likes uh, and the bands Justin plays in when what he's sending us in. I bet that this is pretty close, pretty close, fast to speed plans, fast to illiteracy. Maybe a little more circle jerks in this. Yeah, maybe. Just looking at it. Sure. Yeah, possibly. But I bet this is like uh, I bet this is like first wave U.S. hardcore, right? Of some variety. Um, and looking at, uh, okay, so here's the description. Jerry's kids inspired hardcore out of L.A. There you go. There you go. Out of L.A. Out of L.A. There you California. go. So you're, so you're, okay, yeah, yeah, you got the, you got the West Coast influence just on the visual. That's pretty good. Um, and then last up, we have Pink Pout with Nothing Stays. Uh, this was sent in by Abby. I'm not sure if Abby plays in this band or not. Goofy shit with people crying about something. <laughs> Goofy shit with people crying about something. I don't know. Uh, she did not. Uh, she didn't describe this to me in the when she sent it in. But uh, I, I think I, somebody that plays in this band maybe follows me on the internet. We maybe follow each other. I think that this is actually kind of heavy and metallic. Okay, so maybe I, I could see that. Maybe, yeah. maybe a little um, left of center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heavy metallic sure. shit. It looks like uh, Abby, at the very least, did the art here. Uh, Frankly, art by Abby Renee. I like the art. Despite the fact that I said goofy shit yeah. that with people crying about something, I mean, that's pretty much every single fucking <laughs> band. You know what <laughs> sure, I mean? Yeah, sure. Goofy shit with people crying about something. Yeah, no doubt. Um, you know, the artwork is pretty sick. Yeah, it's good. Um, so, okay, let's. Uh, we've made a lot of prejudgments. Let's roll the dice and, uh, and see what's up first and see how right we are. Three. Okay, three is Gorilla Gut. So I, I'm pretty sure we had this. Let's see. Um, I don't think we had the last release on. I think we may have had the demo. The 2022 demo. Yeah, and I could be wrong. We yeah, may. I, mean, I know we've had. You know, we've had a. We've had many just project projects. Well, here's the, the thing. Show, so. Here's the thing. We've had a lot of bands on this show. Yeah. 
playing. No, we're still assuming this is fast core. Yeah, playing fast core that might as well have been called Gorilla Cat. Sure, yeah, that's a fast core band name. Absolutely. Right. Um, so, <laughs> so Jess says to listen to the first song. Uh, we're going to listen to Wax by Gorilla Gut off of The Basement. All right. It was not fast core. It was not fast. If I had scrolled on the bottom, I would have said saw, seen the crust D beat yeah. sort of moniker. Yeah. So so Jess, aka Rob, uh, plays in like I said, Torture Garden, Paprika. Mm -hmm. uh, sick. He's in a bunch of sick. He's bands. Been, he's in a bunch of sick bands. Nice dude too. Very nice guy. Uh, I like him a lot. Um, we've kind of shat on some of his. That's solo why I feel endeavors. bad about always shitting. It's a, dude. He is that guy is absolutely un. Unfazed. I know because he's a grown man. He's a grown man, and he's also a man of uh, of um, remarkably just like high spirits, uh, high spirits, I mean? high talent. Yes, for sure. Right. He's a great drummer. Uh, Torture Garden, the DB like crusty DB band that he plays in. I had them at the house. Yeah, it's great. And he fucking rips at drums. The whole band is fucking great. Uh, that dude clearly understands the genre very well. This is crusty DB, and it's done very well. Right. I think this is this is by far uh, the best solo endeavor of his that we've had on the show. I, I, I would agree with that. I think that I, well, personally, I wish it went more places. For sure, yeah. That, it's, that, it's very that right down the middle. Yeah. felt like, oh, man, I wish that it did something other than just repeat itself. For sure, I agree. Um, but I like the way it sounded. I really like the vocal production. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it seemed to meld, um, like... Some of the vocal choices that we hear in a band like Paprika. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty pretty nice. Um, I just wish it did a little more. For sure. And it may. There's uh, three other songs on here, and they're all longer than this one. Yeah. Um, like, you know, this song is by far the shortest on here, and maybe he thought that was most in line with what we enjoy on the show and the philosophy of the show. But I'll listen to the rest of this and see if they do a little bit more and go a little farther afield musically. But... Either way, uh, I thought it was really solid at the very least, and yeah. definitely the best thing of his solo that we've had on the show. Yeah, I uh, got I got nothing shitty to say. About no, it. nothing really shitty, unless you know I'm just saying you know I kind of wish that song did more. Yeah, it's fucking boring. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I wish it did a little bit more. <laughs> um, okay, what's uh, what's next? That's a nice that's a nice simple one to start. You know yeah. what I mean? There's like yeah. you can't take too much away from it no. either way. You know, it's just right. like hey, pretty good, man, pretty right. good. All right. Uh, four. Okay, four is top dollar. 
I wonder, I, I just wonder what this may sound like. So I think we're going we're gonna to skip the first song, TD Stomp, because that's definitely, you know, that's the tried and true intro track. Um, we were recommended the second song on here. So we're going to listen to Same Mistakes by Top Dollar off of their demo. quite good it was better than i expected it to be it yeah. was, uh, here's the thing i didn't expect it to be bad sure yeah i just expected it to be terribly predictable yeah same for sure it i was really pleasantly surprised that d beat wasn't just like a funnier clever tag no, it was bottom. like the first minute minute and ten of that song yeah they actually they actually are correctly interpreting d beat influence and melding it with more traditional hardcore and even that said like this looks like you know, a 1987 New York hardcore demo. Uh, but it really didn't take a lot of that influence in. No, there was a little bit, of, you know, with, with some of the Tom stuff in the back half. A little bit, a yeah. a little bouncy, but no, it, it stayed pretty true. This track was pretty sick. Yeah, it was good. I liked this. I'm definitely going to listen to the rest of this. Uh, I would be interested to see if, like, that New York bounce pops up at all in this demo because they're doing, like, the D-beat and very traditional hardcore thing so well that I would be interested to see if they can marry those two ideas successfully on this. Because if they can do a breakdown style bounce and incorporate it with the obvious D-beat and like first wave U.S. hardcore influences, that might be very interesting, right. actually. A little bit of breakdown, a little bit of warthog. Yeah, for sure, exactly. And, you know, I mean, the vocalist sounded young. Yeah. I might assume maybe these people are in their early 20s or whatever. Yeah. This actually makes a lot of sense. Coming out of New York City in 2023 as a new band, if you're even youngish people, even right. if you're 25, right. you came up with the entire, like, this massive swath of influences just from your city. Like, you have all of the, you have all of the shit like Warthog and, like, 
the nuke York shit, right? Yeah. Like neutron rats and whatever the fuck else that you that you could have ostensibly come up on. You have all of like the loft punk mysterious guy hardcore yep. shit that you could have come up on, and then you have all of like the harder bouncier stuff that has existed and been a mainstay of the genre in New York City for forty years now. So it actually kind of makes sense for this to all be like put in a blender and to come out of New York City in twenty twenty three if you're a younger person. So yeah, it's a solid demo. It was very solid. Yeah, for sure. Going to listen to the rest of this real good. Um, all right. Well, What's next? One. Okay, one is uh, Bucky Dent with Anxiety. This is also a demo. Um, so here's our first caveat. Yeah. Mike has never steered us wrong. No, Mike has never sent anything in that we don't like, and he's never given me a personal suggestion that I've been like, oh, man, this sucks. Like, Micah has, as we've said on the show time and time again, Micah has a more uh, sort of exacting, discerning taste. So much so that sometimes you wonder if he even likes this stuff. Exactly, for sure. Right. Yeah, for sure. Although I will say he's he seems to be in, like, better spirits in general because, like, I think Scott said something about him maybe doing, like, another, uh, like, a new issue of Classy People. Oh, yeah. And he was like, I've been thinking about it, but I haven't been to a show that I disliked in 2023. Right. Like, I've only been going to shows that are sick and rip. Well, and when you read the old episodes, you wonder, that's what I was saying, you wonder if he likes any. Right, yeah, and the old classy people Zine, like, it's just like, every band sucks. Don't know what this sounds like, stood outside for it, sounded bad through the wall. Right. You know, like that, right, that's right, right. the energy, for right. sure. Uh, Micah has softened a little bit as uh, as time has worn on, but still, not that much. Um, let me uh, let me see if he had a song that he suggested to me. I don't think that he did. Um, uh, he said, play the first two songs, okay. Uh, he said they're so short that uh, to get, like, a prop Proper sample size we need to listen to too. So we we're gonna listen short. to The Saint and Scum City by Bucky Dent off of Anxiety. <laughs> Thank you. 
All right, that was The Saint and Scum City by Bucky Dent off Anxiety, his demo. Um, yeah, it was all right, man. It was pretty good. It wasn't bad. Um, it is it is a demo. It sounded like a demo. I have to imagine that those drums were probably programmed just from my own experience as being a, a dude who records everything in my room. I could be wrong about that. It's getting harder and harder to tell. There were a lot of hallmarks of like a home recording uh, in how this sounded, mm-hmm. um, and it didn't sound like it was straight to tape. It has like it definitely has like a, a sort of has a digital. It has a digital sort of mechanical consistency. Yeah, exactly, which can work and can detract. In this case, I think it detracted a little bit. I would like to hear this kind of thing a little bit looser, but also like I don't know the 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 most likely. I'm just I'm going out of limb here. The most likely programmed drums and like the thick wall of distortion. I mean, lent a certain uh, like early noisy Jesus and Mary chain quality to some of this stuff too. Like not the ballady tracks, but like the straight up like rocking tracks. This is punk rock, but like heavy on the rock side of things. Yeah. And it definitely had like some rock and roll swagger to it. As it stands though, I think that this is just all right. You know what I mean? Like I probably wouldn't put this on on purpose, but I'm not mad if it comes on either. I think it's just fine. Sure. So this is Elliot Riggin. Okay. Uh, Bucky. Buck. Uh-huh. Okay. From Diallo. Okay. Yep. Hail of Rage, React. Right. Those poor bastards. Okay. I think that kind of shows here. I mean, he can write a riff. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, those riffs sound like fucking crusty riffs. Play them a little faster. For sure, yeah. Put some Furious Drama behind them. Those sound like some good crusty riffs. No doubt, yeah. Right? Pretty catchy rock songs. Yeah, I would like to hear a full band composition of this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that this kind of... This kind of punk is just aided by, like, the organic quality of having, like, four people in a room. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It just it just helps loosen everything up and, like, helps imbue it with uh, <coughs> some much-needed energy, I mm-hmm. think. With uh, the sort of, like, mechanical backbeat on this kind of stuff, it can, with as, like, bare bones as the riffs and structures of this kind of stuff is, like, it can lend itself to a kind of a lackadaisical quality that you probably don't want. You know what I mean? Well, you know, it's... What is this? This is a demo. Yeah, it's a demo. So this... Yeah, Like I said, it's a a proof of concept. It's a proof of concept. We've said that before with one-man projects. There's plenty of times where we've heard a one-man band or a one-person project, and we're like, yeah, but this would rip so much more... For sure. ...if it were fully fleshed out. No doubt. So that's how I feel about this. I feel like... Give this uh, two more, at least two more people in the band. For sure. And I think this riff's a bit better. Riffs are pretty fucking good. Yeah. I could definitely hear those riffs played, you know, a step faster. Right, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. And uh, be sick. For sure. Um, All right, what's next? Cooking along tonight. We are cooking along. We had a long preamble. did have a long preamble. I had a lot to say. I'm sorry. I looked down on my dog leaning on my obese gut today while I was watching a movie. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, Jesus, I am bad. <laughs> I was like sitting in my underwear, right? Yeah. Sitting in my underwear after work. Sure. And, my, you know, just sitting there. Like, I try to walk around without letting my gut hang. Of course. Yeah, you have to suck. Come like, on. have some fucking dignity. Come on. Dude, right? I ne- even if I'm in, in my most private moments, yeah. I don't even let the I gut hang. I try not to dude. let the gut hang. Yeah, of course right? not. It's like, it's like uh, that they're always watching me, so i got to <laughs> yeah, not yeah, yeah. let it fully go. <laughs> right. Yeah, right? sure. But there I am just sort of melted into the couch and, like, fully letting the abdominal muscles go. Yeah. Right? And my dog is, is resting his head, and he managed to, like, 
fluff my stomach in such a way that like he created a nice little nook in my gut where he could rest in, in my obese right. BMI 38 gut yeah. where he could rest his head. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't want to have a body where that's possible. I know. And I, was, and I was like, fuck this. So I got up and, and like worked out for an hour. <laughs> Sometimes that's all it takes, dude. I like, I don't know. My girl will like take a picture of me and like, I'll just see it, and I'll just be like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm I a, know. I'm a horrible beast. I, dude, I had some people taking pictures of me for work. Yeah. And I was like, make me not look like Shrek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I, sure. I look like fucking Shrek <laughs> in every picture. There's a picture of me, like, recently I saw at a meeting, and, and like, like, why am I standing that way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why am I standing that way? Why? What the fuck is going on? Yeah, man, I think I think it certainly doesn't help that, like, you know, what they say about uh, cameras and, like, different apertures and stuff, it is true. Like, when I see myself in the mirror, most of the time, I don't feel that way. If yeah. I if I see how I actually look, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm well, doing they, all right. They, they must have been using, like, a very narrow aperture, fisheye aperture, because I seriously... Yeah, the, I will tell you there is not there is not a core there is not a close correlation between what the man I see in the mirror and the man I see in an image. I'm not like, holy all. fuck! At all, and even videos, even right. videos. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. I'm look like when I'll see pictures of a colossal man set. I'm like, fuck, dude. I know. I'm a nightmare. I think the same. I think the exact same thing when I see, yeah. But if I see video of it, which uses a different camera and a different lens and everything, I'm like, oh, I look fine. I, I, I look fine there. I hate seeing myself. I'm yeah. like, I'm like the Prophet Muhammad. <laughs> It's not. You don't want to be in an image. No. Yeah. Okay. No, no image of me. Okay. All right. What's uh, what's next? Five. Okay. Five is class act with status game. I think we both are, are probably pretty on the money with this one, with, with what this sounds like. Hardcore punk, but maybe kind of cool. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, just look at the look at the tape layout. Look at the art. I think we know what we're getting here. Maybe a little lo-fi. Um, I do not believe that a particular song was recommended to us on this one. Um, this is, uh, they got the first song queued up to play. It's the longest song on here too, but whatever. It's the, we'll see how it goes. It's the, it's, it's the, uh, eponymous track. It is so. the eponymous track. It's well, the title. It's the, the title it's, track. it's not the eponymous track. It's the title track. So yes. yeah, we're going to listen to status game off of the, uh, tape of the same name by the band class act.
Okay, that was the song Status Game off of the tape of the same name. At least I assume it's a tape. I don't actually see a place to order this, but it's a tape layout. This might be one of those classic, uh, you know, it's it's a tape layout without an actual tape situation. Mm -hmm. Maybe it just hasn't been released yet. Maybe a label's putting this out. Maybe they just haven't gotten the, the pressing in. Who knows? But that's Class Act from Kansas City, Missouri. I think we were pretty spot on with our assessment of this. It is definitely hardcore punk, but it has a little bit of an angle to it. Do, so so this, this is in line. You know, not just because I like some of the vocal tricks and stuff, but this is kind of in line with gag. Sure, yeah. You know what I mean? Obviously Which is influenced. basically the the, yeah. the, 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 the you know, latest incarnation of mysterious guy shit. Of course, right. Yeah, right? It's, it's, it's all kind of an unbroken line. Right. Right. And this is the type of band that 10 years ago probably would have said, we're not a hardcore band, man. We're just a punk rock band. Mm. We're just a punk band. Mm. You know what I mean? There was We've talked about it on the show before. There was a whole glut of bands that were playing music that was obviously hardcore punk right. that would not, that would not say it. They, right. We're just a punk band, man. Right. Okay, well, you sound a lot like Negative Approach and Early Agnostic Front and stuff. Right, but it, it, see, it's the thing, same thing, though, because hardcore is fucking... Hardcore is, is beat-down shit. Hardcore right, is, right, right. you know, knuckle-dragger shit. Yeah, exactly. So, and uh, and uh, Homeboy had uh, Lance, uh, Lance with the Dracula flow. I do like the, uh, <laughs> I do like what they assign themselves, like, with their instruments and roles in the band. Um, you know, he had some thoughts. He had some choice words sure. for hardcore he's participants. He's not part of your scene. He's not part of uh, your status. He's mysterious. He's cool. He's disaffected. Right, exactly. What's cooler than being disaffected? Hey, man, that's that goes... That goes all the way back to first wave hardcore too. Yeah, uh, you know it's the track. Uh, what public opinion, right? Yeah, uh, I'm not into punk rock. I'm not into hardcore. Don't try to label me. Right. Public opinion. Right. You know, Lance is just covering those same old bases. Sure. Tried and true subject. I'm part of this thing, but at the same time, fuck you, moron. Fuck this. Fuck the rest of you that I'm, are I'm, also into I'm it. I'm cooler and more mysterious than this. <laughs> right, for sure. Hey, brother, I write those kind of songs sometimes, and too. Whatever. It's, it's, it's a deep well to draw from. At the end of the day, none of us are better than the things that we participate in, which That's is right. important to remind yourself. That's right. You get on your high horse, and it's okay to write a song about it and express some feelings, but uh, I've, you know, we're not better than the things we participate in. That's all I'll say. Um, but I thought this was pretty good musically. I mean, it's like it's right in line with exactly what I expected it to be, and it was a good version of it. I always like seeing this kind of stuff played well, yeah. played fairly yeah. in a basement space or a DIY space. Right. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's good. sonically, maybe six years late. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for sure. but the but like it never. If we're putting if if we're just thinking about like trends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And but like still, it's fucking fun. Yeah, and it never really goes away. There's always yeah. there's always bands playing some iteration of this style of hardcore punk, and uh, they have there there are waves of popularity. I mean, and still like arguably one of the most popular like actual still a hardcore punk band bands going right now. Gel is playing music that is directly in the same lineage. Exactly. It's a more advanced version of this. Right, 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 you know right, what I right, mean? Right. But like right. so this kind of stuff still has its place. Gag still will fill a fucking room. That's right. Bib will still feel still fill a room. Good. And they're still good live. You know what I mean? So this stuff is always gonna exist. It's fun. And it's always fun. You yep. know what I mean? I got no beef with this at all. Pretty good. Um, all right, what's next? Three. Okay, we're gonna get we're gonna get ourselves some some fast core, some grind maybe. This is shit brains. They're split with Y A D. 
Um, no particular song recommended to us. Uh, we will just listen to the first song. This is a, this is like a whopping three minutes of music. So this being a split at all is like <laughs> you could yeah. probably fit all of. It's, it's, this is the thing, and this is just we've said it before. I'm sure, but word to the fast core grind core bands like used to be you get a, a pv or a fast core or a grind split each each side had like 15 fucking songs on right it, right like if you're gonna if you're going to write right. minute long songs you gotta give us like eight to eight to 14 right. tracks aside do you know not I mean? like do not go to trench studios yeah unless you got 10 tracks. Yeah, yeah. I hope that Trench Studios is actually like your basement. Yeah. I hope it's not and a real spot. Then, yeah. Don't do anything other than just a fucking scratch. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? For Until sure. you get 10. Agree. You know, it's it's uh, yeah, come on. Well, let's uh let's let's see what the quality of the music is like. So, we're going to listen to Algorithm by Shit Brains off their split with YAD. Algorithm by Shit Brains off their split with YAD. Pretty fucking good. Pretty good. A little too fucking cute. A little yeah. too fucking cute. It, it came out the gates. I was like, God damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay right fucking there. Sure. Because you, you, you're right in the fucking slot. Right in the slot out the fucking gates. And then, nope, let's do some stops. Let's show this. I, I hate, dude, I hate the stop start shit. So this was, this was described in the email. And as soon as we started listening to this, I had forgotten this detail. It was described specifically as stop, start, grind. I fucking hate it. Go. Just fucking go. I don't hate it if it is used strategically in a particular spot in a song. But, to but, to elevate like the next part right, after, but right. the, well, it's just a gimmick now. Sure, yeah, and, exactly. and and now it's becoming like a genre title. Yes, exactly. No, yeah, agree. What you were doing out the gate, yeah, seamlessly transition that into the next fucking riff. For Go, sure. don't do that shit. It all, it's not impressive anymore. It's also like a, it's kind of a cheat code. It, it is because you stop and then another riff. Right, right. Figuring out a way to actually tie those riffs together is a much taller task than just stopping and starting right. a new part. I like like there was a time when it was like nothing but the fucking you know the, the blasty bands right. and be like oh they start stop and start a dime isn't that cool right I, yeah sure sure yes yeah. it's fucking two thousand eight right yeah. Yeah. It's 2000, you know, it's 2007. Sure. Right? Stop it. Yeah. Just fucking rip. Yeah, I would agree with that assessment for sure. Because when this was ripping, yeah, no fucking complaints whatsoever. In fact, I was ready to say, goddamn, this does exactly what we always tell bands to fucking do in right. the fucking, like, what we always want bands to do in the fucking fast core, which is just go fast. Yeah, 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 for sure. Right? Yes. 
like even the heavy part in this song, like the kind of halftime part, still had really good momentum and speed and energy yeah. to it. All the parts in isolation are really good. All the components are good. This sounded really good. Uh, whoever is Trench Studios and Ben Jones, who mixed and mastered this, did a really good job on Ben's it. Ben's been around since 2014. Okay, cool. So they've been kicking around for they basically know what, a they, decade. They know what they're fucking doing. And, and they're clearly very good. Uh, yep. I'm just, I side with you on the, uh, the stop-start shit where it's just like, dude, this really sucks momentum out. And like... It does just feel gimmicky when you're putting it. In. I mean, there's probably that song is 55 seconds long, and there were probably eight to ten stops and starts in that song. Right, right. And it's like just every, like, every time that it felt like the, the song was building something and yeah. drawing me in, immersion is broken because it just think, yeah. let's go to the next riff for sure. A stop and a start is a really effective tool when you're yeah. using it to emphasize like a contrast between parts. Any number of different uses usages that are uh, clever and uh, and actually like pragmatic, like they serve a practical purpose. I don't like it as just this like, oh, that's what we do, that's our thing. Yeah. And it's like this clearly is like, uh, this is your thing. Yeah, don't. Uh, which kind of sucks. But everything else about this is really fucking. It's good. like putting fucking cho- like you're a chef. Yeah. And you put chocolate chip cookies in everything. <laughs> yeah, 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 for or sure. Chocolate chips in everything. Right. It's right. like yeah, right. It's like chocolate chips have their place. Right. They're great. Right. When applied practically right. in a dish where they belong. Right. Yeah. Yes, for sure. <laughs> I would agree. That's a good analogy. Yo, you haven't. I don't know if you've busted out a good food analogy. I know. Why you used to be, dude. You you had so many good food analogies. Well, you were saying like we're not better than the things we do, and I was yeah. thinking, I am better than all the fucking ice cream I've been eating. <laughs> I can tell you that much. I've been chilling on the ice cream lately, but uh, but <laughs> I'm not proud of the thing that I'm about to say. But I'm a, I am look I'm just an entry level motherfucker. I don't really like coffee. Mm. We've talked about it on the show before. I think I like coffee flavored things, yeah. including a coffee flavored dessert beverage. Basically, it's just a dessert beverage with a little sprinkle of coffee in there. So I, I love it, dude. That's my shit. And uh, and currently, Starbucks has their fall drink menu out, including the uh, apple caramel oat milk macchiato, dude, which I get with extra apple drizzle. That. Starbucks is shitty coffee. Yeah, sure. I'm sure like, it is, but I don't. That. I don't like coffee. I, I'm halfway to being a full on coffee snob. Sure. I'll look at like thirty thirty dollar a pound single origin shit and be <laughs> yeah. like. Bitch, that's pretty good. I'll get some of that. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And then act like I know what I'm fucking tasting. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, man. I just give me just give me coffee, hot, and black. Nah, man. That's it. I don't like coffee. no flavoring other than the coffee. I love coffee flavored ice cream. I love uh, I love a splash of coffee and a delicious sugary milkshake <laughs> drink. Basically, <laughs> that's what I like. No. Um. But yeah, that's what is. That's what's replaced because I was going to move over in Columbia City yeah. all the time, and uh, now that it's fall and I'm kind of off the cream, I'm just I'm straight onto the fall drinks. So yeah. it's no better. Um. All right, let's uh, let's roll the dice at least one more time before we uh, pivot to pivot to messages. All right. Uh, five. Okay, five is pink pout with nothing stays. Cool, I was hoping we'd land on this. Yeah, I'm interested to see what this is like. Just because, uh, like I said, I think I think I might be, you know, Facebook friends with some members of this band. I've seen the name bouncing around, but I've never actually listened to it. So uh, this is out on Another City Records out of uh, Chicago, Illinois. I've also seen that name bouncing around, but it doesn't immediately occur to me what else they've put out. 
Um, oh, okay. It looks like they put out like snuffed. Uh, I've had snuffed. Oh in the yeah, house yeah, before. yeah, yeah. Snuffed is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll peruse their uh, releases while we're listening to this. Um, so the song that was suggested to us by Abby, who sent this in, is the third song, Terror Escapes. So we're gonna listen to Terror Escapes by Pink Pout off of Nothing Stays. Okay, we just heard the song Terror Escapes by Pink Pout off of Nothing Stays. How do you feel about it? Uh, it's got uh, my interest. Sure. I thought this was pretty... Honestly, the most interesting parts of that song were the fucking breakdown parts. Yeah, I thought so too just because they they used what in the very recent past would be something that you would only hear in beatdown. Like the, it was like a beatdown style slam, like a chromatic scale, like jun, 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 yeah. jun, jun, you know, a bulldoze style beatdown part, right? Uh, in a decidedly not not beatdown format, right? Which is interesting, right? There's there's a lot, like I said, this is goofy shit, sure, right? There's a lot of there's a lot of different things going on in here, yeah, and you know the the, the fucking the fucking breakdown parts definitely are what stuck with that caught my attention most with the track. I think the the interesting kind of little lead part in the, yeah, in that's the verse, it, too, is interesting. Like, yeah, there's kind of like a weird posty thing going yeah, on in there, especially I, with some of the effect that's on the guitar. I was going to say, the guitars are, like, pretty chorus-drenched. This is, like, this is bo- both is and... This is of the moment, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, it is, I think, decidedly, because it's very, it's very postmodern in its approach to playing hardcore music. Well, I mean, and not just because of, like... The vocal, like like the, the vocals and everything, but like it's regionally like this is like right adjacent sonically regionally in a lot of ways to like a band like Payasa. Sure, yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is on a similar tip in that it's just this really math. It, it, it's a mish a mishmash of like a massive amount of disparate influences that until very recently I just full stop you would not hear together right. in a single band, right. let alone a single song. Right, like, hearing that little fucking lead. Right next to like 
a fucking bulldoze breakdown. Yeah. Yeah. You just, even five years ago, you fully wouldn't have heard it. It just didn't exist. But there are people now who are equally influenced by, like, if we're talking about bands of the moment, right? Like, this is chorus-drenched and a little posty. This is obviously influenced by, like, gel. Mm -hmm. But you have younger people, and by younger people, I mean, like, 25 and under, whatever, that are equally influenced by a gel a tsunami, a -hmm. scowl, Mm -hmm. take your pick of all of like the biggest bands playing like big rooms. And to them, it's all functionally the same music. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, well, it's all hardcore. It's all heavy music. Right. 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 And so putting all of these influences in a single song, uh, doesn't probably feel that particularly strange. You know what I mean? To like people who are growing up being exposed to this, because there are, we've said it a zillion times, other podcasts talk about it, but until very recently, things were simply more partitioned. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, and even if bands played together that didn't necessarily go together sonically, like there were partitions in the fucking crowd, like different people were dancing to different bands. Uh, it was just a different thing. And at the very least, people didn't think like, sure, I was uh, both uh, uh, a, a ceremony fan and a Trapped Under Ice fan when both of those bands were at their height. But it never even occurred to me to be like, ooh, what if I did like uh, kind of a really fast, grimy style ceremony or outbreak band, but I put like really groovy Crown of Thorns parts in there that were like Trapped Under Ice. Like, just didn't occur to me. But now more than ever, where, where hardcore and like subculture music is at its highest exposure point, and everybody has access to all of these things at the exact same moment. Mm-hmm. This isn't like a slow rollout. It's like at any given time, you can access all of these disparate bands, and no particular style is like the reigning champion of hardcore in this particular moment. I think it just makes sense to young people to just be like, oh, I'll just put all this together. You think about like, I have to imagine the influence of a band like Gulch in the last like five years of people coming up and starting bands is also immense because that was a band who also put together a whole lot of shit into a single approach that was like fairly idiosyncratic and not something that you heard a lot before the last five to seven years yeah and this is a perfect example too of you you, you kind of <clears throat> mentioned it but like when i hear the flavors that are in this yeah i'm not thinking of a band that's occurred in the past five years for the most part sure yeah it's very likely for these folks. Of course. You know? Yeah. I assume. I think this is their second release. I believe so. They have a CD that came out in 2021. Okay. Um, a CD EP. Right on. So this is looks to be their second one. Okay, cool. Pretty cool. Yep. I'll check out the rest of it for sure. It's. I think that uh, this is the most intriguing sort of potentially hard to pin down thing that we heard tonight. For sure. Yeah, it's the most left of center. Yeah. Um, let's roll the dice one more time before we listen to some messages. All right. Um, especially since I talked a lot at the beginning of the episode, I think the the least we can do is give the people their their <laughs> allotment of music. The people, the people. Uh, how many we got left? Our fans. Four. Yeah, we got four left. Right. <laughs> yeah. Our fandom, the yeah. demolition fandom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, um, three. Okay, <laughs> we're we're getting we're probably getting the the most predictable thing, uh, War Crusher with Armistice. I guarantee, I guarantee this is exactly what Dude, we this think is, it is. This is the fucking realms of chaos. It I mean, it it isn't, but it is like it. Uh, but it is. <laughs> it isn't, but it is. You know what I'm saying? Like one hundred percent. This is exactly. <laughs> this is like. 
Yeah, dude, there's nothing. Like, the logo is the Bolt Thrower logo. It even has, like, the little, like, diamond, like, on the on either end of it. Uh-huh. Like, it, everything about this is Bolt Thrower. Right, right, right. I, I, I just want to... So let's go ahead and listen to, this, listen to the track. Okay. So uh, the song that was suggested to us is uh, A Now Barren Existence. So we're going to hear A Now Barren Existence by War Crusher off of Armistice. <laughs> Right. 
Okay, we just heard a now barren existence by War Crusher off of Armistice. How do you how do you feel? I think this band did itself a disservice by paying so much homage to a classic death metal record with its artwork. I would agree because this is way less sonically straight up bolt thrower than I expected. I mean, it, it, just by it, looking it, at it wasn't even death metal. Really. No, it, this was this was way more amoebics than it, it was. It was just yeah, it, it's crusty sort of like amoebics. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's way more Punk. amoebics than it was Bolt Thrower. Yeah, and, and like I get it. You like Bolt Thrower. That 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 artwork, you know, that fucking Warhammer artwork is super cool and that's that awesome record. But like I think it does the band a disservice to just so blatantly rip it off. I agree. Because you're really setting folks up to know ex- like like us right. to assume what you sound like. And right. this was I think that if this had a different package, I'd have been more intrigued. Frankly, yeah. I was I kept trying to remind myself, oh, this isn't a band trying to sound like Bolt Thrower while they were playing. Because I kept thinking, like, well, that's not a Bolt Thrower riff. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what yes, I mean? Like, I kept sure. I kept just falling back. Because I have pulled up side by side the artwork for the classic Bolt Thrower record and the artwork for this record. And I'm telling you, come on. Yeah, they're not the same, but they are the same. They right? are, yeah. And the thing about it is, like, it just front loads this in a way that presents people who are in the know with an impossible, not impossible, but a, a, a difficult hurdle to overcome from jump because exactly what you've just said. If you go into this expecting bolt thrower worship, it just throws you off. You're like, well, this doesn't sound like fucking bolt thrower. Like They're it, doing a piss poor job imitating it, bolt exactly. thrower. Exactly. That's what I kept thinking. It like, took a minute to kick in and be like, oh, well, this just actually just sounds like Amoebics and other, uh, other like, you know, UK cross axe grinder. Exactly. Extension. It's way more stench. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. And like, you know, I think, and, and that's not to say that I want to see like full on Amoebics artwork no. ripped off. I want to see, you know, I think if this had like an, an, a, a more original yeah. concept that was genre appropriate. I'd have been intrigued. You can like, even do like the space Marines and everything. You can even do like, warhammer 40k style artwork but like when you pair it with like the old english album title and then the full-on bolt thrower logo flip like that is a whole package unto itself do the warhammer 40k artwork and then flip the script with like a more amoebixy style or general yeah. stenchcore style like text over top of still, it still there's no i mean it's even got a fucking servo skull on it yeah for like, sure there's no way that you're looking at that artwork, yeah. even without a logo, thinking, oh, bolt thrower. Right, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because honestly, I thought the music was pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got to be in a, like, like it, it, if anything, it kind of lacks some of the, like, like some ripping energy, but that's that's part of what it is. I mean, for sure. Yeah, I got I got to be in a mood to listen to an entire Amoebics record. No doubt. They're, 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 those songs, uh, those songs have a certain lethargy about them. Yes. And that's part of what makes that band good and intriguing and unique. And also it makes them like a time and place mood band for me. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I think this band did itself a disservice with the, with the decision to do that with the artwork. Cause I thought that the music was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I just couldn't get out of my own way. I would agree with that for sure. Um, but whoever did the artwork did a good job. I mean, it looks fucking awesome. So <laughs> at the very least, you did a good job uh, copying the source material. Uh, let's uh, let's listen to some voicemails. All right. Hey, what's up, Nate and Gray? Uh, on the subject of hardcore dudes wanting to cosplay like criminals, can we agree that ski masks are fucking corny? Uh, on the band, in the pit, overall, they're fucking corny. And I don't want to see it. 
Unless you're genuinely on some IRA shit. Thanks. Yeah, I yeah, can agree. They've gotten to that point for sure. I don't. I don't know that it's always been that way. I mean, you know, seeing like Sakevi in a ski mask back in the day, wielding a flamethrower or something, cool, not corny. Pretty cool. Cool and not corny. Uh, now, yeah, it's just like it's one of those things that's been so folded into the culture and so done by people who definitely have no business wearing a ski mask in such a way yeah. that, like, I don't associate it with, like, ooh, that's cool, that's that's scary, whatever. But then again, like, as you were saying, like, unless it's on genuinely on some IRA shit, seeing it associated with, like, uh, like Bogside Sniper Squadron or something, that's cool. That's, like, a fitting application of that. Sure. My association with it back in the day was also very much tied to, like, ALF, style like hardline shit and like <laughs> yeah. you know like i had like i had a shirt that was like an alf shirt and it right. was like a dude in fatigues with a ski right. mask on holding a lamb right and it said like, you know good guys wear black or uh -huh. something like that yeah, so yeah, yeah. you know i would associate that with like uh like the cover of like you know uh like a raid record right. or something like that and it's just like yeah all of the original context in which these things existed has just been like fully removed and now you just have like 110 pound kids wearing, like, pink ski masks. You know, it's just like, yeah, okay, cool, we get it. It's let's, just like another fashion accessory. Yeah, let's release all these six stoats in the wild. <laughs> yeah, we're doing... I'm sure things will work out just I was just going to say, we're doing, we're doing a good deed. I think it just work out just great for them <laughs> and everyone else. <laughs> for sure. Right. They definitely won't be round up and subsequently yeah. slaughtered. And now I have a ski mask are uncomfortable. They are very uncomfortable, for sure. Right. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. And not, not in a good way, like like not uncomfortable in such a way that you know it's admirable. It's like you're just hot and your face is yeah. itchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not like going through hell to wear it. You know, right. it's just like oh, this kind of this is like vaguely annoying to right. have on. You know? Right. Um, all right. Next message. Hey, what's up? So I was never much of a new metal kid when I was growing up. I was a little bit of a snob. I mean, I was listening to equally as dorky shit, but. You know, new metal just was never critically acclaimed, so I never liked it. Anyway, I was listening to a Limp Biscuit song the other day. It's the one where he's like, John Otto, take him to the something bridge. And it's like this drum drum solo. And then all of a sudden, Fred Durst goes, Limp Biscuit style. And it fucking dawned on me that Every fucking hardcore band is ripping that shit off, man. That's where they all got it from. It's fucking nuts. And I wonder how many bands out there are ripping off Limp Biscuit without even realizing that they're ripping off Limp Biscuit. Just uh, blew my mind when I heard that shit. Anyway, bye. Hey, in 2023, yeah, Limp Biscuit's like the fucking Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Of the nineties, so the I know I can't remember the name of the song, but I do because it's just like been a running joke uh, among people I know. But the song he goes, John Otto, take him to the Matthews Bridge. Who the fuck is John Otto? I don't know. I, it's a member of Limp Bizkit, and the Matthews Bridge is a bridge in like Jacksonville or something. I've seen it. I've played uh, whatever town is it, it cool? is. No, it's not cool. It's just like a suspension bridge yeah. and not a huge one. Yeah. Um, but uh, I've seen the Matthews Bridge in okay. person, and I was like, oh, that's the Matthews Bridge. That's John Otto. Take him to the Matthews Bridge. I will say, uh, now, uh, it, it must be said, and I, many people are not shy about this, that plenty of people, uh, younger folks, like my age and a little bit younger than me, uh, who grew up 
with new metal just sort of folded into their listening habits and never for whatever reason uh, shied away from that fact. Uh, were ashamed by that fact appropriately, adequately ashamed by that fact. Uh, plenty of those bands like take new metal influence into the music that they make. That is, that is hardcore. Like that happens, and it can also be done interestingly. Like there are a couple like corn songs that Weekend Nachos flipped, and like there are a couple Weekend Nachos parts that same key, same progression, everything note for note a corn riff. I mean, like, note for fucking note. But in the context of the Weekend Nacho song, you wouldn't know it. It sounds good. It's fucking sick. So it's possible to do this stuff uh, slyly, you know, on the sly, secretly. Yeah. But there are plenty of bands that just wear this influence on their on their sleeves and, and don't give a fuck about it and are openly influenced by new metal, which sucks. But to be fair... Limp, I don't think that hardcore is getting it from Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit got it from hardcore. That's yeah. So you know that's what I'm what saying. I say, like, like Limp Biscuit. We just talked about this in the fucking Patreon episode. Yeah, exactly. Limp Biscuit came out of '90s hardcore for sure. Um, and it's just coming back around. Yeah, like whether or not they it's were, just got that taint on it. Exactly, it has that taint on it, and you can never escape that. Like whether or not Limp Biscuit was came out of quote unquote directly out of '90s hardcore. New metal in general was at least in part birthed by that shit. And there's tons of personnel crossover that you wouldn't expect in that early shit. And there are new metal bands, examples of new metal bands taking hardcore bands on tour in the nineties, uh, like orange nine millimeter and shit like that mm -hmm. touring with fucking Deftones or whatever the fuck else. There's plenty of examples of this. And now Limp Biscuit actively takes hardcore, young hardcore bands out on tour with them. And for many, many years, like, Fucking Fred Durst would post pictures of him and videos of him at hardcore shows and stuff. Sammy Siegler from fucking Gorilla Biscuits and various other bands did a stint in Limp Biscuit right. at some point. You know what I mean? This stuff is all tied up, but trust Limp Biscuit and all of those other bands got it from hardcore first. I mean, how old is Fred Durst? He's gonna be fifty, right? Fred Durst is probably fifty. Yeah, you know, probably. Yeah. It it would be no surprise to find maybe a Fred little Durst, young, 40, like forty eight to fifty. He's fifty three. Fifty three. Okay, sure. Yeah, it would. There would be no surprise to find that Fred Durst likes some sick ninety shit. Of course, right? Of course, dude. And yeah. that's that's where it come from. They just. Dude, this fucking picture of him is absurd. Well, what is he? Is it is it him and his like mustache? Uh, he's got Santa Claus mustache and beard. Yeah, 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 for sure. And he's got like um, a white shirt. Yeah, over top of like a, a close fitting like Under Armour shirt. Uh huh. And there's a there's like a fucking Cuban link chain around his neck. Yeah, with links that are like an inch and a half thick. Okay, good for Fred, man. Like, Fred Fred's lived a, a more. Uh, a more tr okay oh damn okay that's a hell of an image he was on to a different thing for a while he i mean that like, would be like 40 pounds of gold around yeah, yeah yeah for sure i mean it's clearly not gold right, right you know if I mean? it was he's not getting out of there no no he ain't getting out of there um because <laughs> i'm fucking taking fred down at any cost that's gonna pay for a house uh Yo, Fred has lived a more charmed life than you or I, certainly. So, you know what I mean? I, yeah. God bless, God bless yeah. the man. I, I have no ill will towards Fred, but uh, but boy, he put some real, real bad shit out you into know, the world that will never. And honest, honestly, as much as I fucking hate new metal, because yeah. I was at an age where, like, I'm not going to be duped by it. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. I'm not going to be tricked by it. Right. <laughs> yes. It doesn't fucking surprise me. Like, of, no, of course, of not. course, kids are gonna fucking go crazy for, you know, like young kid twenty twenty somethings are gonna go crazy for fucking, you know, 
this shit now. There is also, like, I hear people talking about this. It's the same way that people get duped by pop music, like, into thing. and I'm not sp- speaking about all pop music. There's plenty of classic pop I like, even some contemporary pop I like. But g- generally speaking, the grift of pop music is that it's really catchy. And most people, like an average music consumer, just goes, if it's catchy, it's good. Yeah. Like, if it gets stuck in your head, it's good. And in the same way, I think, like, the average heavy music enjoyer, even hardcore fans... They will point to riffs in new metal songs that are like, yo, but this riff is sick. And I'll be like, yeah, in a vacuum, that riff is yeah. sick. But on either side of that riff is a guy in a backwards flex fit hat rapping very poorly. Yeah. And some dude scratching and talking about being a sick, twisted psycho freak. Right. None of that is sick at all. Well, it's you know, it's it's the exact same thing as like, you know, me showing my musician uncles like I don't know fucking morbid angel right right sure yeah yeah, yeah. and being like yeah but that sounds cool and the, like you couldn't do that right you know what I mean and yeah. be like well yeah they're fucking talented but that shit sucks sure exactly it's the same thing and I'm like you 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 are an idiot right <laughs> yes for sure that's that's my feelings on new metal and I was there for it and I was young enough to get duped but in my defense I got duped for the briefest window of time. And then I heard hardcore and like death metal and stuff. I was like, "Oh, this shit's gay, dude!" Honestly, the most egregious, the 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 most egregious fucking crime committed by new metal mm-hmm. is not even the music, mm-hmm. right? Like we listen to that fucking the first Vision of Disorder record, yeah, 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 and, sure. You know, and and like you can see new, you can hear new metal in that for sure, yeah. right? And still, I'm like, I wouldn't fucking listen to that record. Like, it's not like I'd be like, yo, check out this VOD record. Yeah, this is a fucking you know classic banger, right? I probably wouldn't listen to it its entirety. In fact, I haven't listened to it its entirety in fucking twenty years. Sure, but a few tracks here and there. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Right. Yeah. The most egregious thing about fucking new metal is the <laughs> the style yeah. and the fucking, like, especially in our neck of the woods, the fucking yokel, yokel white boy, like, attitude it engendered. Yeah, it's its cultural footprint. Yes. For sure. Like, yeah. it's, that's the fucking, you know, come on. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Like, there's people in, there's people in, in Fort Wayne that just, like, Mushroom Head is supposed to play. Right. They go crazy for it. They go crazy for much. And I look at it, I'm like, Jesus Christ, you guys are like, you guys are like 50 now. Yeah. Stop looking like sideways at the camera and acting like sick freaks. You're just old. And, and yo, we talked about this on the Patreon episode too, but for non, non-subscribers, and it may have come up on the mainline show before or not, and this is common knowledge to some people, to some people it's not. Yo, Mushroom Head, most of the personnel in Mushroom Head were also in In Cold Blood. Which, who put out a great, a classic yeah. mid-90s Cleveland hardcore record. Still rip live, and they also comprised Integrity's live band for a few years. So, again, new metal got it from hardcore. So yeah. let's let's set the record straight on that. We you knew, New hardcore kids may be getting it from new metal, but new metal got it from hardcore first. Jesus Christ. I know, man. <laughs> Look like, at how, that. How dude. are you falling for that? <laughs> Oh my god, dude! Sick, it's, it's, sick, it's the, twisted it's maniac. The, it's the dude. cultural footprint, not so much the sonic footprint. For that, sure, that uh, that is the major black taint left upon the landscape by new metal. Agree. Um, all right, what's uh, what's our last message? What's up, Gray and Nate? Hope everything's going well. I'm on my way to work. I wanted to leave a quick message. First, I'd like to leave a legit business review for Gray's uh, Can I Kick It Vintage LLC. I bought some uh, gear from him about a year ago. Uh, shipping was prompt. Packaging was nice. 
Uh, overall, A+. Plus. So encourage you to go check Gray's business out if you haven't already. Second off, I'd like to get a little political. I'd like to say uh, I don't believe America is a free country. Uh, and there's, you know, obvious reasons for that. But my true number one reason is because it is not legal for me to install a false floor punji stick trap in my bathroom in my house. Kind of messed up if you think about it. Have a good one. So recently, yeah, I saw a video. I think it made the rounds on the internet maybe a few weeks ago. Of some like dude in Sweden, yeah, climbing a fucking ladder to break into this lady's house. Okay, like like it was her ex boyfriend or something. Sure, yeah. Dude's climbing a fucking ladder with a knife in his hand to break into the fucking balcony of her house. Yeah, while they're home. Okay, right. And where's then, the video come from? Like CCTV? Yeah. Well, okay. let, me, let me find the video. Okay. While we're talking. Sure. Um, and so like. The Swedish guy is like, you know, calling him by his name, you know, whatever his name is. Hey, Gary. Sure. Knock it off. Gary, stop. Gary, stop. And the dude's like got that look in his eye, right? Um, and uh, the, the, I like the long gone look of a man. Yeah, about like, to like, do like, like, you know, he, I ain't going to fuck. Like, like, I'm not in, I'm not a reasonable person right now. If I ever was. Sure. There's only one way that you can solve this problem. And standing there and asking me to stop. Yeah. Ain't it? No, no, certainly not, dude. Right? Yeah, certainly not. Right? <laughs> and like, I'm, I think, like, you know, this is an instance where it's like this dude, yeah, doesn't make it to the first fucking rung on this side of the pond. No way, dude. No, <laughs> no fucking, fucking way. way. <laughs> no way. Right? <laughs> this dude doesn't make it to the to, to like this side of the fucking the first rung on this side of the pond and i guess like that's because you know like in sweden laws are a bit different sure yeah right right you know yeah you should be able to fucking trap your house i agree dude you know what i'm saying <laughs> agree like i'm sorry you know yo i don't live in a bad neighborhood i right. don't even fucking like you know you know like i hey if you want to come rob me yeah i don't even have a gun in my fucking bedroom sure they're unloaded locked up <laughs> in my closet i have to get there first right yeah like it's not like I'm worried about that shit. Sure. If I was though, yeah, I should be able to trap my fucking property. I would agree. I would agree. You should be able to trap your property. Full on fucking trap. And listen, it's also I think it's also on you if somebody you're you're liable for any injury that may occur in terms of like a non intruder. You know what I mean? Like oh, if if, dude, if if you want to make a full on fucking Castlevania house that yeah. you want to live in, yeah, right, that you have to avoid constant death traps. Sure, that's on you. That's on you for sure. You right. you assume any liability associated with that as well. Right. But it, at the very least, I think it should be an option that is open to you legally. It should uh, be an avenue you can pursue, no doubt. Oh Jesus Christ! What's up? All right. Well, I didn't know this. Oh, okay. So apparently, the guy that tried to fucking break in is an Albanian migrant. Uh huh. Um, climbs balcony of Swedish ex-girlfriend. So there's a lot of fucking hot takes from places like the Nordic Times about about an Albanian about Albanian immigrants. Yeah, about the, okay. yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, sure, yeah. sure, but, sure. Um, let me see if I can fucking find. I it. had an Albanian uh, babysitter for a very short time. She was the uh, exchange student of a family friend. Did she tried to stab you. No, she didn't try to stab me. Stab me. Her name was Yelka. Yeah, um, and I remember her being around a couple times when I was a kid. Yeah, I see. I don't I, these links. I don't really want to click on because it's like Nordic Times. Fuck off. I mean, maybe that. So don't, maybe, 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 dude. But it's I don't, probably just. It's probably it's. It is from. Come on, dude. I don't. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Come on, maybe it's, the Nordic oh, okay. Times are fine. All right, so a guy over here. Yeah. Right. Uh -huh. With a fucking, like razor fade. Yeah. 
beard uh-huh. and a Nordic rune around his neck sure. comes up to you and tells you that, hey, did you hear about that Albanian guy that climbed the ladder in Sweden? It's 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 loaded with a certain political. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. sure. But I'm just saying, like, it is if it is genuinely a publication from the region, perhaps the Nordic Times is like it's all good, it's all kosher. Well, let's let's find out. I don't think I don't think it is. Okay, <laughs> I don't think it is. <laughs> no fucking way is the Nordic Times <laughs> legitimate. It says the Nordic Times and the Times New Roman, you yeah. know, and it says Polaris of Enlightenment. Oh, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 that doesn't sound Ain't right. nobody using the word Polaris. It's an English-language independent international newspaper founded in 2022, according to their uh, Twitter, a.k.a. X. Uh-huh. Polaris of Enlightenment, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I don't know, dude. Maybe it's fine. It says... Uh, uh, perhaps you know what I mean. There's, it's hard to say. <laughs> no, it's so, <laughs> dude. They're trying to. It's a wolf. It's a fucking wolf in sheep's clothing. Here's their about section about the Nordic Times, the Polaris of Nordic Enlightenment. The Nordic Times, or TNT, is an English-language independent international newspaper founded in 2022. TNT covers news stories from the Nordic countries as well as from around the world, aiming to strengthen Nordic culture. I told you. <laughs> and I enrich fucking o- told you. And, oh, oh, okay, wait, no. I, I, they had me for a second. And enrich other cultures through the spreading of Nordic perspectives and ideas. I, I fucking told you, As dude. well as by presenting relevant and correct information about these countries and their national interests. TNT strives for accuracy, balance, and fairness in all our coverage. We also work for... And support free and totally independent journalism. So this, the title for this, uh-huh. the, the, well, I mean, he did say he wanted to get political, so let's get into it, right? Yeah, sure. Let's let's get sketchy. Okay. Um, the title of this is, first off, this is from Sweden. Right. The tag for the category is deteriorating safety. <laughs> okay, so they got a perspective on like. Hey, and, and I don't know, man. I mean, I guess they had 10 shootings. Yeah, which is wild. I guess. Yeah. We had, I'm sure we had. I'm sure we had ten yesterday. Fort Wayne, yesterday. for sure. I was gonna say that the other, the uh, like two weeks ago, I was just we got out of the shower and I just heard someone go just yeah. down the street. So yeah. uh, ten shootings is probably. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing to us, but sucks. Yeah. Perhaps in where, where is this in Switzerland? But see, that's why we want to bootstrap our fucking houses, <laughs> right? Exactly. And that's why yeah. they're like, hey, just don't come in here and stab my my fucking right. girlfriend, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah sure. So Terry here's the here's the headline. Yeah. Right. He's Albanian. Uh-huh. His name is Aman. Okay. But the headline is, Muhammad uses ladder to break in, stabs resident with knife. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, so, might. you know, the Nordic Times, you know, they want to be Polaris. Nobody, no, dude, fucking nobody <laughs> is using the word <laughs> Polaris as an like you know, an adjective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. isn't like a weird fucking white <laughs> ethno. Okay, so we'll just we'll just say we can in good conscience endorse the Nordic Times as a pillar of objectivity. Right. We'll just say that. But okay, so here's a, the guy here's the guy a, climbing the Twitter. ladder. Right? Okay. All right, so here he is. I'm All right. Watch. Okay. Oh my God, dude. I would have <laughs> Are you kidding? This me? guy would have had fucking five rounds in him by now. That's what dude. I'm saying. Like he'd have been he'd have been dead. He wouldn't have made it up the ladder, dude. Three sec- like any reasonable American would oh have killed God. this man. I, he would have I would have immediately as soon as I see this dude with a butcher knife up yo, the ladder, I'm like, oh you're yo, dead immediately. As dude. soon as I see him on the property <laughs> yes. leaning a ladder against my house, Imme- his his fate is determined. Immediately dead, dude. Like, no hesitation at all. <laughs> I mean, that's that's that is the most 
reasonable <laughs> yes. response you can expect from <laughs> a fucking American. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> not, hey, let's let's talk about this. No, no way, dude. And not then, oh, you got a knife. Oop, you stabbed me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. now you're throwing a fucking brick at my screen door. Yeah, no way, man. No fucking way. No way. You wouldn't even get a, you wouldn't even get a fraction along that course of of action. No, like, no way, dude. He's dead before he hits the first run. Dead, dead before he hits the first run. It, you see, I walking up. Even if I did, even if he didn't have a knife, he's a, an an estranged ex boyfriend that has just put a ladder up to my balcony. Done. Immediately Done so. dead. Even if I don't know who the fuck it is. Even if I don't know who it is, you're let's just say, like, let's yeah. say I'm like, I'm like, you know, I'm fucking like on the shitter upstairs. Yeah, yeah. I hear thump <laughs> against the side of the house. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I I fucking. Flush. Yeah. I look out the window. There's a gun. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. And then I just go get the gun. Shoot him. <laughs> For sure, dude. Right. Or, <laughs> you know, shoot him. That is a big time shoot first ask questions later scenario, man. Or shove him off the fuck. Like, shove sure. the ladder. Give him a chance to get out of there, man. Shoot him when he's on the ground. Sure. <laughs> I would probably say, like, hey, man, if you take one step on this ladder, I'm going to shoot you. Dude. Okay. I got to, I got to, I heard a story about somebody I know. Yeah. Their catalytic converter is being stolen uh-huh. in the middle of the day. Sure. Right? Yeah. Um, they fucking go outside their place of business. Yeah. People are stealing their catalytic converter off the car. Yeah. Stood there and just told them to knock it off. Oh, my God, while dude. While they no. called the cops. Are you kidding me? Perfect. <laughs> up there, they're so fucking helpless. <laughs> dude, and here's the thing, man. It's like, I... I, I definitely get, like, not wanting to employ deadly force, if you can help it, to uh, to avoid, or, you know, to, to, to prevent somebody from uh, absconding with property, right? Like, sure. if you can help it, right? Sure. Uh, yeah. But I will say, I can't afford to replace a catalytic converter. I, I will say that you're not going to walk again. Yeah, at the very least, dude. Right. At the very least. I mean, you're under my fucking shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah Sawing yeah. on my tailpipe. And again, this is, an, this is an instance in which I would say, hey, man, if you continue to do that, it's going to get really okay, bad. Okay, so I ain't never told you this, I don't think. Okay. Every time, about time I caught a dude jacking my dog off. What? Yeah. What? No. I never told you that? No. What the fuck are you talking about? All right, about? So, so years ago, <laughs> right? This is like in the 90s. Okay. Right? Like 1998. Yeah. Okay? Uh-huh. My sister, um, the older of my two sisters, uh-huh. she comes home. And I think it was just me that was home. But she comes in yelling, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. It's fucking middle of the day, right? <laughs> she comes running into the house. Like, she just got off work or she just got dropped off by her boyfriend at home or some shit like that. And she comes running in, like, screaming, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And, like, somewhere between panic and, like, like laughing, like, between hilarity and fucking panic and shit. Sure, yeah, right? yeah, And she's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And she tells me that, like... When she pulled up and got out of the car, right, there was a, we had our dog, like, on, like you know, tethered to the porch. Yeah. And right? we had this fucking white dog named Chance. Okay. Right? And so Chance was chilling, on, chilling he, he liked to chill on the porch, didn't call, he wasn't mean or anything, didn't cause any problems. Now, you know, nowadays with people with their fucking dogs, you doing, you good, fucking put your dog, you know, fuck off. Sure. Right? This is how it was done. Sure. Right? Anyway, so... She came home and Chance's fucking was over off to the side of the porch next to the bushes, mm-hmm. right? And there was a dude with his fucking pants down, jacking off, like jacking my dog off and letting my dog like lick him. 
Okay. Right? Wow. I can't believe I've never heard this story before. Yeah. And so, like, screen, dude got up, dude, like, ran off through the fucking, you know, up through the houses and, and, and like, ran away pulling his pants up. Sure. Right? See, I just, dude, you got to bleep my sister's name out. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, right? Sure. So, you, you got to bleep her. Okay, sure. I can do that. So, anyway, she comes running in. Oh, my God. And she tells tells me. I'm like, what the fuck? And I, like, look out, you know? Yeah. And I and I don't I don't see anybody. And there's there's my dog. Right. He's like worked you know worked up, sure. confused, doesn't know what's going on. Of course, we fucking let him in, right? Yeah. And then my dog got a bunch of shit from my dad and his buddies. Like, ah, get that gay dog. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, sure. like, like, now my dog's gay, right? <laughs> so yeah, of like, course. Now my dog's gay because some dude was jacking him off, <laughs> and my dog was like licking him. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, so now my dog's gay, okay. can't be fucking petted, yeah. can't be fucked with, right? Oh, sure. <laughs> it's, it's done, yeah. right? Yeah. So anyway, sometime later, like maybe a couple nights, a week later or so, right? Yeah. I'm home alone. Okay. Chance is back out front. Yeah. It's getting into evening. It's not full-on fucking dark yet, but it's in that sort of crepuscular zone where it's everything is starting to turn into shades of gray. Yeah. And, you know, the, the shadows are dark. Mm. Anyway, things get kind of, it's real quiet out front. And so I go look and see, and Chance's fucking chain is all is down off the porch and around the, the corner up onto the bush. Mm-hmm. And I fucking, I'm like, what the fuck? So I go out, right? And I, st- now, now think about you know, somebody stealing your catalytic converter. Sure. I step out onto the fucking porch, and I look, and as soon as I come out, there's some dude fucking crouched down in the fucking shadows next to the bush going, oh, good boy, good boy, good boy, right? Right. Playing it off like he's just petting my fucking dog. Sure. He came back. Yeah. Right? Dude came back. Yeah, he's a serial offender. He's a serial if, if you Dude, if you're walking around the neighborhood just jerking off jerking dogs, off dogs. Like you're, you're far, you're beyond the pale. You're beyond the pale. Yeah. Now, there were a few, like, halfway houses and shit like that in the sure. neighborhood, right? So, whatever. Yeah. You know. Anyway, he's fucking, he's back at it. Mm-hmm. Right? Here he is again. So, I look, I'm like, hey, man, the fuck are you doing down there? This is pretty much, I remember this interaction. Sure. He's like, oh, good boy. I'm like, yo, man, what the fuck are you doing down there creeping in the bushes around my house? You jacking my dog off? Right? Yeah. He goes, no, no, I just, just pet your dog. I'm like, he's like, I'm not creeping. And I start walking down the stairs, right? I'm like halfway down. There's like five stairs. I'm like yeah. two stairs down. And I go, he's like, well, I'm not creeping. I was like, uh, it's fucking dark. You're in the bushes next to my fucking porch with my dog. You're creeping around. And he's like, oh, I'm just, uh, he didn't want to get up. You know, he didn't want to move because his fucking pants were down. Sure, yeah. Come to find out. Yeah. Right? So he's like, oh, and I go, look, man, you need to get the fuck out of here right now because I'm coming down these stairs and if I get to you, I'm going to fuck you up real bad. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's all I told him. <laughs> yeah, it's like, if sure. I get to you, I'm going to fuck you up real bad. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right? And I said, here I come. And I fucking <laughs> took a couple steps and he fucking jumped up. Pants down, yeah. You know what I mean. He started pulling his pants up and fucking like hobbling up the neighborhood with his fucking under. I didn't chase. Sure, yeah. Number one, I don't want to engage. I don't want to deal with this dude. Of course, right? Yeah. And my dog comes back up. I'm like, God damn it, fucking. Yeah. All right, there he is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that so so like at least if somebody's fucking stealing your catalytic converter, you catch him in the act. Yeah. Yo, I'm gonna fuck you up real bad. Sure, you yeah, give him exactly. a half second warning. That's exactly half it. a fucking second. Yeah. I ain't saying it's worth shooting a motherfucker over sure. there. But you give them, if they're under, actively under your car... I'll break their legs. They ain't walking again. No, for sure, I'll break their legs. Their ankles don't work anymore. Absolutely. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, and I, I think in general, as long as somebody is not coming at me with d- deadly force immediately, right? 
I'll give them a. I'll, I'll say hey. Well, see, ladder on the side of the house. Oh, yeah, yeah. But no, no. No, no, that's no way. No, the way. Because your intent is clear. Right. Right? Like, you're up to no good. Right. And you've, you've planned this out enough to have a ladder right. with you. There's something, right. you know what I mean. But in most instances, I'm going to give you an opportunity, a brief window of opportunity to say, like, hey, it's about to go south. You can disengage or it's going to get really bad. Right. You know what I mean? I think that's fair. That's fair. But ladder on the house, yeah, dead, imme- dead immediately. Trap in the house? Yeah. Absolutely. For sure. It's amazing that that call got this <laughs> this level of discourse yeah. out of us. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, yeah. trap in the house. You know? Sure. Yeah. I've thought about it since I was a kid. There's a reason why there's fucking movies about it, dude. Home Alone? Dude. You know, fucking Death Wish three. Death one Wish of my, three. One of my for favorite sure, movies. Dude. One of my favorite fucking movies. And I mean, obviously, you know, for uh, we'll say illicit intent, right? But like H. H. Holmes on its surface, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, whoa, I wow! He built a fucking trap. What house. a fucking cool house! You he know what I mean? Like, trap house. sucks that he was trapping women and killing them and stuff. But like, just purely, just the not for what he was using it for, but just the pure functional. Uh, components of the house, like various hidden it's, gas it's, suffocation it's, it's chambers a, it's and pits. follow through, right? It's not the, just the, right, the yeah. idea and the ambition, but the follow through. Yeah, 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 for right. sure. The, yeah, H.H. Holmes is a wild guy. If, if, dude, if he weren't, if he weren't, you know, killing innocent ladies and stuff, he would be a full on like all prime example of like a dude's rock kind of guy, just like building the trap house, <laughs> yeah. you know, and like yeah, like if he wasn't a fucking infamous horrific murderer, yeah, 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 for right? sure. If you just take that out of the equation, yeah, it's like damn, this guy rocks. I know dude. Uh, <laughs> this guy rocks. pretty fucking cool. Yeah, for sure. He's a fucking Dick Prenicky. you know. And this, <laughs> you'd speak about him in the same whispered. Whispered fucking yeah. awe that you do like Dick Prenicky up sure. in Alaska. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, H.H. Holmes built a fucking house of horror. Yeah, yeah for sure. Right? Yes. Yeah, dude, fucking traps for sure. Yeah, dude, I built it like 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 a weir. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that they could get in. Yes, they can't get out. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, just like a little. <laughs> like they're rendered helpless inside this compartment yeah. that they can't get out of. S- some criminal flypaper. Maybe they never get out. Yeah, exactly. Like it's a cl- criminal fly flypaper. It's too sweet for them to resist. But <laughs> like, like, like every night before you go to bed, yeah. right? Your fucking criminal flypaper is yeah. easily visible through the windows. Yes, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, leave yeah, the curtains yeah, yeah. open. That should be allowed. Money on the floor. That should be allowed. Stack of money on the floor, dude. That should be allowed. I should be able. I I, I should be able to tempt criminals into my house of horrors because it is a. It's a civic. It's a public service. (laughs) Exactly. It is a public service. Exactly. If I have the wherewithal to build a a house of traps made to (laughs) entice criminals and then subsequently entrap them, like a Hansel and Gretel situation. Exactly. Yeah. It's like you you arrived here by your own set of uh, of of poor choices. Yeah. Poor decision making, and I now am preventing this from ever occurring. Dude, I read this science fiction short story years ago. Yeah. It's always stuck in me, and I can't remember the name of it right now. But like this fucking dude lands on this planet, uh-huh. right? And he sees this like, like intriguing object in in the middle of this field in the distance, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's like a gem or some shit. But it like hits his lizard, his greedy little lizard brain, his sure. curiosity, right? So he's got to he's got to figure it out, right? Yeah. And he like. He, he, like, walks towards it and soon finds that he's actually in an invisible maze. Okay. And an invisible, like, like a, a vast invisible maze. Yeah. And he can't find his way through it and he can't find his way out. Mm-hmm. And, like, as he's, like, the days go by and, like, things are getting more dire, he realizes there's, like, skeletons deeper in the fucking maze. Sure. And, like, he's run out of food and rations. Yeah. His strategies aren't working. And then, like, 
aliens start showing up. Yeah. And just like watching from the outside and laughing. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Like it's just, they, they like they jostle. Right, right. Like sure. He describes them as like jostling. Yes. So that he thinks that they're laughing at him as he tries to fucking find his way out. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. I've read enough science fiction, played enough RPGs and shit that if I ever just saw like a pile of treasure. No, no fucking way. No fucking way. No, no, no. No. I know. And, and as we've already demonstrated, our minds work in the same way as the people who who put the traps out. Yes. Because I would love nothing more than to If I walked past the window and looked in the window and saw, like, a desk lamp illuminating, yeah. you know, a stack of bills on the floor. Yeah. No. No way. No. Nope. I just assume that some maniac. Somebody's with, already watching me. Yeah. much With much the same course of thought that I myself have engaged in many times is just is just uh, giddily waiting for me to take the bait. Yeah. There's no way. No. Um, all right, we got two texts. One that simply says, I saw a car with a custom license plate that said H2O Go the other day. I can only say that I, I hope desperately that at the very least whoever had that was a member of the band H2O <laughs> because you have to pay extra for a, a vanity plate. Yeah. So imagining somebody paying, pay, I think it's like $80 extra or something like that. I mean, it's not a Wherever small fee. Wherever this is from, yeah. 972. I don't know where 972 is from, but in, in Indiana, I think it's like, it may be an additional 50 bucks or something sure. like that, but it's not, you know, it's not an insignificant fee. So the idea of somebody Dallas. who's Dallas, okay. So the idea of somebody who's not an H two O having a custom license plate that says H two O Go is troubling for sure. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they work for like a water nonprofit. Maybe so. That's that could be right. Yeah. Um, okay, we have. Uh, okay, this is a band that was in the queue last week. Drawn out here. Saw we are on the queue and excited to hear whatever shit you have to talk. But wanted to inform anybody in the Tampa area that October twenty sixth we are playing with Madball, Moving Targets, Love Letter, and some other aw- awesome bands at Brass Mug. So cool. there you go. If you want to go, if you want to go check out this band that we didn't listen to on the show, uh, you can do so with Madball on October twenty sixth for sure. Go um, check them out. I will say I listened to this band independently. Um, you know. If you want us to listen to you on the show, you got to resubmit. Like, once you're in the queue, you're not in the queue forever. Like, we just have to keep it pushing because we get so many submissions. Um, I know this band said that they enjoy the show. Maybe they're new listeners. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, it turns out they are a pop punk band. Mm-hmm. We'll say a hardcore adjacent pop punk sure, band. Sure, not like sure, child sure, toucher sure. pop punk stuff. And pop punk, like, ha- lifetime influence. We'll say, like, Long Island style pop punk shit is having a renaissance right now with bands like Koyo and stuff like that. Uh, it is not for me. I listen to it. Definitely not for me. Um, this is another thing that, that moves in like approximately 10-year cycles where there's like a resurgence of interest in hardcore-influenced fast pop punk uh, and bands that call themselves hardcore bands when they're really just hardcore. They're, they're really just pop punk bands that are like wearing cooler outfits mm-hmm. and maybe have like mosh parts and play fast. Mm-hmm. Um, that happened 10 years ago. I saw and played with a zillion bands that did that. It happened in the 90s to a lesser degree. Um you know, it was a very, I'll say this, it was a real good example of what it tries to do. It's not a thing I have any interest in, but if I was 20, I'm sure I would have liked it a lot. So I'm not going to talk a whole lot of shit on you other than to say that, like, I'm 33 years old and I, I'm not interested by any iteration of pop punk at this point other than, like, the dwarves and the queers and Screeching Weasel and shit like that. And beyond that, I, I it's not in my listening diet. But yeah. it was a pretty good example of what it wanted to be. Yeah, and if it sounds like your thing or any of those bands do, go check it out. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, okay, well, we uh, we just talked more about trapping our houses. And, and we did about music. And jerking off dogs. Yeah. And, and, and I can't believe I've never told and you that that's story. That's insane. Yeah, I can't believe I've never heard that story. Uh, and, you know, try, you know, killing intruders than we did about any 
band that we heard on the show tonight. Yeah. So I think it's a safe it's a safe moment to wrap it up. Thanks to everybody who listens. We'll see you next week.